An excellent morning, my friends, different parts of the world. I'm just really grateful and thankful for the privilege and the opportunity to speak on this platform. Uh, each week, as we do one of our teaching recordings, uh, in relationship to us liberating more peace, more joy, more abundance, more prosperity, and really having an expanded way of being on this planet so that we can bring more of our gifts, more talents, more capacities forth um, for each of us to be able to enjoy. So grateful again. Uh, welcome. If this is your very first time listening to All in One, one and all, welcome to our channel. And uh, we pray that this won't be your last time listening. And if this is one of your repeat uh, times listening to this channel, I encourage you to keep on imbibing these perspectives and points of views that will definitely have an impact on your life as we've been hearing um, from many individuals who have been actually using these principles and applying them in different ways and have been seeing their lives expand and reveal more of their glorious nature. So today's talk, uh, we're going to talk about this month of, of June and the idea is love. Uh, we are embracing the idea of love and understanding it more clearly. And uh, you know, as we dive into that topic today, uh, for the very first time talking about love as a topic, you know, the word love, L-O-V-E, and I've done it in a book of new thoughts, which has now been, uh, we've sold close to 400 hard copies in Lagos and a couple of spots in Nigeria. So where we're, the book is getting out and the feedback has been amazing. And um, more doorways are opening up for more people to be able to embrace the principles that are in that book and the information. So all in one, one and all as a movement is developing and more people are coming uh, aware that we need to actually embrace uh, our true nature. We need to come uh, into an awareness of our true nature. And more and more people are recognizing this and giving up uh, false ways of being and giving up superstitious living and now embracing true life and living from love. You know, life overcoming victoriously every time. And uh, that's the word uh, love. That's one of the ways we could look at it. You know, in love, there is life. And life is progressive and it continuously overcomes victoriously every time. So love is always expressing, revealing more of its nature and it does it continuously and it overcomes everything that comes its way in a very gentle, tender, loving, kind way. Love is always seeking by means of each and every one of us to express itself through our lives. So love, uh, in the world's way of looking at love, love is something that is usually conditional. It's usually based on, you know, des deserving it, almost like a merit system. You know, if you're good today, I love you. If you're bad today, I do not love you. Uh, so love, in the human sense and the context of human living, comes and goes. You know, it's, it's sometimes here, it's gone tomorrow. Uh, you know, where did love go? Where where has the love gone? <laughs> you know, you're in a relationship. The love we used to have for one another is no longer there. Uh, for those who have been in relationships for extended periods of time, some of those questions arise, you know, as if love is something that can come and go. You know, oftentimes love is usually reserved and confined to certain relations. We usually love our close relationships and our distant relationships, there's a limited amount of love 
that's expressed in their direction. Also, we tend to celebrate love. You know, even at Valentine's Day, we emphasize love and we do loving things. Uh, during the Christmas time, you know, for those who celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, at uh, that time of the year, there's also a loving atmosphere where people are more giving, sharing, kind. But other times of the year, love is love can be sparse. It can be, you know, somewhat unavailable because human beings tend to withhold their love uh, for different reasons. You know, sometimes somebody will say, I don't love you because you don't deserve my love. Uh, you know, some people will withhold their love uh, because of experiences that they have had in the past. You know, whether, you know, someone had done something uh, hurtful to them and they are protective of themselves. So they withhold their loving nature. They literally are in a sense of just closing themselves off to others. And they do not allow their love to flow naturally because of past experiences that they may have had where individuals may have done something that was hurtful. And because of that and trying to avoid feeling that hurt, a lot of us are not loving on a continuous, unconditional basis. So love is really not conditional. Love is not based on what's happening in your environment or how people are treating you. Uh, you know, sometimes individuals confuse love with when you find your loved one, when you find that special one, and then you are in love. But until you found that special one, you're not in love. <laughs> you know, so we have associated love with, you know, some some interesting ways which is not love. You know, somebody says, oh, have you found your true love? Or the way in which certain people may live with one another. Oh, they, they have found true love. So there's always this trying to define love as if it's something that has degrees or something that comes and goes, as opposed to understanding what love is. Now, we've heard in some sacred writings that God is love. You know, it says it in the Holy Bible that God is love. Now, if we look at it from the standpoint of, okay, so our creator that created us is love, you know, which is life overcoming victoriously every time. So love is a constant. Love is not something that comes and goes. Love is the very fabric and foundation of our being. You know, we are created out of love. You know, our, our life is love itself. It's almost like saying, uh, you know, the, the water, is water itself. You know, fire is fire itself. You know, it is itself. It doesn't need something in it to be itself. It is just what it is. So it's water. Water is itself. You know, water doesn't need something in water to be water. Water is just water. And so it is with our life. Our life is love. It's just like the, the water of water, the fire of fire. Our life is the our life, love, is the life of us. We are love itself and love is us. So when we think about our life as being love, what we have the ability to do is to live life naturally the way we are created to be, or we can live unnaturally, which is to go against our true nature. So if our true nature is love, then we are naturally supposed to be gentle, naturally supposed to be kind, naturally supposed to be sharing and giving and, and, and caring of each other. That's supposed to be natural. 
But what happens is that we have a false sense of identity that we fell into that created a sense of separation between ourselves. So we grew up with a sense of separate families, separate relationships, separate uh, countries, separate, you know, just separate rooms, separate everything, right? You know, so we have these separate things, separate toys for children, you know, separate ways of, of, of living in uh, an, an environment. So this living of, this life of separation that we have on the planet, where we have separate individuals, divided love, in that sense, because love is whole and complete and perfect. But the separation idea or concept that we actually inherited, which began as a mistake, you know, believing that because we have a physical human body, then we're separate from another, not recognizing that our souls and our spirit are connected permanently and can never be disconnected from one another. So on the surface of life, on the human life surface where we see these bodies moving around the planet, it appears that we are separate from one another. It appears that each of us have a mind that is contained within our bodies and then therefore believing we have separate minds when it was never ever and can never ever be the case. We are always one, whether we accept it, whether we know it, at some point all of us will come to the realization that we are one. And we will actually confess that we are one, right? Every tongue shall confess that we are one. So we are one. There's no getting away from this. And as more people come to recognize this, then you will be much more free to love, to care, to be gentle, to be kind. Because you will recognize that anything that you do to another is really being done to yourself. Because we have this one self, when we do something to another, it comes back to us by karma. Because it's oneself. So we have to experience anything that we have given out. So if you give out anything except love, you experience it. And when we look over the history of time, we have been, because of that sense of separation, of trying to protect a small sense of self, trying to protect a body, trying to take protect a group of bodies that live in a community that is maybe being attacked by another group of bodies in another community for food or for plunder or whatever it might be. And then over time, we've developed nations and groups of individuals that have been against each other for centuries. And we have literally created a lot of wars and, and rumors of wars and all sorts of being against one another because of the sense of separation. But when we recognize that that sense is not true and we become clear in our mind that we are one, then it allows us to open up the doorway for love to start to express by means of us. Because our nature is love. We are love itself. So if you were to ask the question, what is love? Love is our life. It is the foundation of this world. It is the foundation of the universe. It is the foundation of life itself. But when we have a distance in our concept of life that we are separate from one another and we think that there's life over there, there's God over there, I'm over here, God is in heaven, I'm on earth and we have these ideas of separation, separate mother, separate father, separate children, right? We have all these concepts of separation that are divided life up into fractions when life is really one life, one power, one presence, one God. As we become aware of this, then life starts to express through us naturally. We come back into our natural way of being. 
being. When we come back into our natural way of being, then love starts to flow through us easily. We become gentle. We become kind. We become strong. We can persist. We can endure. You know, we, we can go through difficult situations because now we feel life flowing in through and as us. And as we embrace anything in life that's a challenge, we are easy to, in a very subtle way, being able to navigate our way through it, find the solutions to it, overcome it, and opportunities blossom by means of those challenges that come our way. So as we become more clear on our loving nature, ladies and gentlemen, we will remember what love is. Love is our life. Love is the foundation of who and what we really are. We are love. You are love. I am love. We are all love. And we are love in, in, in the scriptures, in the, book, in, the, in the Holy Bible, you know, because I grew up with a Christian foundation. So I reference the Bible a lot. But those of my friends who are um, from the Buddhist arena, the Hinduism, um, Taoism, Judaism, you know, whatever your background, or if you don't have a background, if you don't have an ism, that's okay, right? But in that Bible, it says that we live, move, and have our being in God. We live, move, and have our being in God. And then if God is love, and we took that parallel, and we say we live, move, and have our being in love, it means that you can't be out of love. You can only believe that you are, but you can never be, because in truth, we are in love. Each and every one of us, we're already in love with one another. Not in that human sense of, I love you because you look really cute, or because you are the one that my eyes landed on, and I think that you are the one. No, that not, that's, that's not love. That's lust, that's like, that's a preference, that's your, that, that's your preferring this particular physical manifestation of life. Right, that that may be your family member or a friend or somebody that you have as a spouse. That's your preference. That's what you prefer. But you cannot be out of love with anybody. Everybody who's on this planet, you're in love with them. Not in the sense of preferring them, right? Because those are choices that we have the power to make. I'm talking about something that we cannot change. We cannot change being in love with one another. There's nothing we can do to stop being in love with each other because we are in love already. We are created in love. Love is the foundation of our life. Love is the foundation of everything that we see on this planet. Everything lives, moves, and has its being in love. So love is not vacillating. Love doesn't come and go. It is the very foundation of each and every one of us. And as more of us come to recognize this, then it becomes easy to naturally love. And you'll see that to not love is unnatural. It means that you have to have an identity as separate from another, which is now a false identity. It is a false way of being. And by separating ourselves off from one another, we distance ourselves from the truth of our being and we live an illusion of a life. And then you have an experience associated with the belief that we hold that we're separate from one another. We try to protect that small sense of self. It leads to 
irritation, fears, doubts, worries, annoyance. It leads to you feeling challenged at times and difficulties and having to like fight through to get through what you want. You end up sometimes in tussles and battles with the perceived other because we start to have emotions that are become contorted. Because love is now turned back on itself. Instead of love expressing by means of us and flowing naturally from our being into existence, then we are blocking it because of something happening outside. Somebody said this. Somebody did that. You know, somebody, somebody, somebody. And all of that, what that's doing is turning love against itself. So we are now living life in reverse. And a life lived backwards. L-I-V-E-D becomes the devil. D-E-V-I-L. Right? L-I-V-E-D spelled backwards is the devil. So we don't want to live life backwards. We want to live life from our core true identity. You and I are created from love. We are love itself. And we are here to express and reveal our loving nature. We are loving by design. We cannot be anything else. We can live an unnatural life, which is not true. And until we come into that wholeness, that perfection, that fullness of who we are, we live life in reverse of how we are really designed to be. You and I are designed to be loving, to be kind, to be gentle, to be amazing, to be wonderful, to be beautiful, to be prosperous, to be healthy. We are created naturally that way. But when we go in against that natural vein, then we experience unnatural things like poverty and ill health and disease. You know, we experience things of discordant relationships, strife, struggle, arguments, bitterness, resentment. We experience those things when we live an unnatural life. That as more of us come to recognize this true nature that we are love itself, you and I are created from love and designed to express love in multiple ways, unlimited ways in fact. Our love has infinite ways in which it can express itself. Love doesn't mean, you know, okay, having a nice relationship in a marriage or with your family. You know, that's just an expression of it. Ultimately, you can express love in tender ways, gentle ways, kind ways, but also sometimes we have to express tough love. Sometimes we have to do things that appear not to be loving, but it has an underlying love to it. For example, let's say you have a child. And you have a child who's playing with a knife. And the child is two years young and, you know, playing with a knife. You wouldn't have to take the knife from the child because if the child keeps the knife, they could hurt themselves, right? So you wouldn't, you would, they would cry, they would scream, they would maybe be upset that you took something that they were playing with away from them. But ultimately you did it because you love them, not because you're trying to hurt their feelings. So sometimes love is tough. Sometimes we have to do things to people around us that are for the better good. Even though in the act of doing it, it seems not nice, right? Because you have to exhibit tough love. Sometimes you have to, you know, stop supporting certain things. Like, for example... You know, I stop supporting certain aspects of what I know would be ultimately harmful to others who are around me. Because, but when I stopped supporting it in the beginning, it seemed like, oh man, you're being so harsh, you're being so unkind because you're not supporting this particular thing that I'm trying to do and I want to do this and I'm, and I want to do it for my own purposes and you're not supporting it. And so sometimes people can think you're being harsh, but it's tough love because you know that what they're doing is harmful. You know, you have a 
family member who is a drug addict, you know, and they're taking drugs. Are you going to buy them drugs? You know, um, I'm talking about narcotic drugs now, like morphine and cocaine. Are you going to keep buying it for them, giving money to them, or would you pull away support to stop them from having access to that? And hopefully they can wean themselves off of it. Are you going to then support them by helping them to get into an institution to wean themselves, right? But they may not like the idea, you know, of, of you pulling away that support from them because they may think that's something that they need, but you are ultimately trying to help because what they're doing is harmful to themselves. So sometimes you have to administer tough love. So love is not always syrupy and soft and, and gentle in that sense. Sometimes love is what we could call hard on us, you know, where life sometimes puts us through some very difficult experiences to birth qualities. Sometimes you go through adversity, accepting difficult vices that are literally inhibiting you through restrictions. And you can transform your life by accepting the adverse circumstances, embracing them, and it liberates from you your potential. Because in potential, the word potential, P-O-T-E-N-T-I-A-L, Power over the excuses now that inhibit abundant lifestyles. So you have the capacity within you, my friends, to liberate and set free your great, grand, glorious nature by embracing these adversities, embracing these difficulties. Because love is your life and life overcomes victoriously every time. Love, which is the foundation of us, is the life in us that overcomes victoriously every time. That's love. So we shouldn't see it as something that comes and goes. You should not be loving based on who the person is, based on what they did or didn't do. A really good analogy to understand maintaining a loving heart, a loving nature. Look at the flowers, right? Look at roses in particular. A rose bush, it grows. And then it springs the rose. And the rose, when it blooms, it releases its fragrance. And the fragrance, if you're there to appreciate the rose releasing its fragrance, it is so beautiful. It is so amazing. It's so wonderful to experience a rose that just opened its blossom. And you get to smell the fragrance that the rose is releasing. It is so amazing, right? Now, the rose doesn't wait for you to appreciate the rose to release its fragrance. The rose is not sitting there saying, well, nobody walked past today and tell me I'm nice and I'm looking great. So because of that, I'm not going to be loving. You know, nobody bought anything for me this week or, you know, or if you're in a relationship with a husband or a wife, you're going to say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to love him or her because they did not do this or they did that to me. You know, or, you know, you don't deserve to be loved. So we give love on conditions because human beings live, have a conditional life based on the sense of separation. But unconditional love, non-conditional love, all conditional love is not based on coming and going. It's not based on somebody doing something nice or not doing something nice. Love is not based on conditions. Love is the very foundation of our life. 
And when we free ourselves from these misbegotten ways of thinking and being, we'll be able to love naturally. Love will flow from our heart into expression. Love will literally roll over the rocks in our life and smooth out all the rough edges as the water of love flows from our heart into expression as our life. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you this from experience of study and also living it as an enlightened being. When you become aware of your enlightened nature, you will recognize that love is the foundation of what you are. You are love itself. You are love. Your life is love. Your heart is love. Your mind is love. Your soul is love. Your being is love. Everything that lives, move, and have its being on this planet is love. When we live in reverse of this natural order of being, then we experience what's not love. We experience an unnatural life. So hopefully this talk, as we begin this conversation about what is love, love is life overcoming victorious every time. It is expressing itself by means of us. It is us. It is the water of the water, of the fire of the fire of your life. It is the wind of the wind. You know, what is in wind? Wind is in wind. <laughs> when wind moves, it is the wind itself. It is life. It is spirit. It is us. So hopefully we'll embrace that, you know, not as just as a philosophy, but literally as the way we're supposed to be. You and I are loving beings. We are loving beings by design. It is, we're not loving because we, somebody did something nice. You know, if you notice that children are just loving when they're coming up, they're just naturally loving. When you look at young children, they're just easy to forgive. Something happens and they're loving one another again in, in seconds, right? Is as we grow older, we hold on to these memories, these emotions that come from our past experiences. And when we do not learn how to meditate properly and how to cleanse our emotional body, we get emotions that cake up over time and that becomes a blockade to the expression of the love flowing from our heart naturally. But as you learn to meditate and to do your affirmative prayer, and meditation is extremely important in dissolving those caked up areas of our past experiences that are emotional energy that's clogged up within our soul and as we meditate more and dissolve it more and meditate more and dissolve it more we literally transmute this caked up emotion of doubts and worries resentments anxieties fears you know hurts all of these things get transmuted back into love which is the original state of that energy the original state of anger is love. The original state of fear is love. The original state of annoyance, irritation, anxieties, it is love. And through meditation, we can transmute it. We can go through the alchemy of our soul and cleanse these emotions and purify them and bring these emotions back into their natural order of being so that we can be free to express ourselves and live a loving, wonderful, beautiful, magnificent, awesome life. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege talking to you today about love and talking about what love is. And we're going to dive deeper into love um, this month. That This was the first talk on the topic of love. And I appreciate. I hope you appreciate it. And I thank God for your listening to it. And I hope you apply what we spoke about today in your life so that you live a loving life. All right? So that said, guys, God bless each and every one of you. We'll see you at the top. 
you're already there, right? You're at the top. T.O.P., the Omnipotent Palace. You're already living there, man. We just all need to catch up consciously. Bye for now. Until next week again.